daily devotionals for the Sacred Assembly and Biblical Festivals. Day 21 by Chantel MacDonald Today is the 10th day of awe and the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. Today concludes our 21-day fast. Romans chapter 9, verses 1 to 5 With Christ as my witness, I speak with utter truthfulness. My conscience and the Holy Spirit confirm it. My heart is filled with bitter sorrow and unending grief for my people, my Jewish brothers and sisters. I would be willing to be forever cursed, cut off from Christ, if that would save them. They are the people of Israel, chosen to be God's adopted children. God revealed his glory to them. He made covenants with them and gave them his law. He gave them the privilege of worshipping him and receiving his wonderful promises. Abraham, Isaac and Jacob are their ancestors, and Christ himself was an Israelite as far as his human nature is concerned, and he is God the one who rules over everything and is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. Romans chapter 10 verses 1 to 4 Dear brothers and sisters, the longing of my heart and my prayer to God is for the people of Israel to be saved. I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it is misdirected zeal, for they don't understand God's ways of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. Romans chapter 11, verses 1 through 15. I ask then, has God rejected his own people, the nation of Israel? Of course not. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham and a member of the tribe of Benjamin. No, God has not rejected his own people, whom he chose from the very beginning. Do you realize what the scriptures say about this? Elijah the prophet complained to God about the people of Israel and said, Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left and now they are trying to kill me too. And do you remember God's reply? He said, No, I have 7,000 others who have never bowed down to Baal. It is the same today, for a few of the people of Israel have remained faithful because of God's grace, his undeserved kindness in choosing them. And since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works, for in that case, God's grace would not be what it really is free and undeserved. So this is the situation. Most of the people in Israel have not found favour in the eye of God they are looking for so earnestly. A few have, the ones God has chosen, but the hearts of the rest were hardened. As the scriptures say, God has put them into a deep sleep. To this day he has shut their eyes so that they do not see, and closed their ears so they do not hear. Likewise, David said, Let their bountiful table become a snare, a trap that makes them think all is well. Let their blessings cause them to stumble, and let them get what they deserve. 
let their eyes go blind so they cannot see, and let their backs be bent forever. Did God's people stumble and fall beyond recovery? Of course not. They were disobedient, so God made salvation available to the Gentiles. But he wanted his own people to become jealous and claim it for themselves. Now, if the Gentiles were enriched because the people of Israel turned down God's offer of salvation, think how much greater a blessing the world will share when they finally accept it. I am saying all of this especially for you Gentiles. God has appointed me as the apostle to the Gentiles. I stress this, for I want somehow to make the people of Israel jealous of what you Gentiles have, so I might save some of them. For since their rejection meant that God offered salvation to the rest of the world, their acceptance will be even more wonderful. It will be life for those who are dead. The Day of Atonement is a day of fasting and repentance. Historically, it was a day when Israel would gather to seek national atonement, cleansing of sin and reconciliation to God. Today, as believers in Jesus, we have confidence in the cleansing and reconciling power of Christ's atoning sacrifice that is available by grace, through faith, for any person from any nation. There is, however, also the matter of national atonement for Israel that God has promised in Scripture and is yet to be fully realized. This is what Paul refers to in his letter to the Romans when he says, Ungodliness will be banished from Jacob and all Israel will be saved. God's gift of mercy and his promise for Israel to be a nation that hosts his presence displays his glory and blesses all the nations of the earth, has not been, nor ever will be, removed from them. Rather, it will be fulfilled in the most glorious and astounding way through which every facet of God's character and every aspect of his leadership will be vindicated and glorified. In light of this, what are we as the people of Gentile nations to do? What significance is the Day of Atonement for us? We are to do what God has called us to do. In humble gratitude, with fear and trembling, draw near to God, knowing that it is through Israel's disobedience that we have received mercy. It is by His grace we have been grafted into Christ's family together with Israel. We unite and agree with God's heart, as Paul did, to say our heart's desire and prayer is that they may be saved. For God desires to have mercy on all. And if the failure of Israel has meant riches for us, how much will their full inclusion mean? If their rejection means reconciliation to the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? we take our place to stand in the gap and intercede for our brothers and sisters, for the nation of Israel, to receive what the Day of Atonement symbolizes and prophesies, a day when Jesus, as Israel's great high priest, returns to cleanse the land and the people, forgiving, purifying and delivering her, not by her own abilities, but by his power alone.
Jeremiah 33, verse 7 to 16. No human or military might can accomplish this. The Day of Atonement itself was a day when the people could only stand by and watch the high priest do all the work on their behalf. So too will Israel's salvation be. It will be a day when Israel comes to the end of herself, acknowledging that her righteousness is not in her own works or ability to keep the law, or through any earthly military power, but through the blood of the great high priest and faith in Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, alone. It will be a time when both the physical land and the people of Israel will be delivered, cleansed and reconciled to God, not because of Israel's efforts, but because of God's power, His love and His faithfulness to every one of His promises. And all the nations will see and give glory to God because of this. Pray with me now. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. From him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Thank you, Jesus, for becoming the once for all sacrifice and setting us free from sin and death. Father, we pray that Israel would accept the gift of your Son and all that he has completed for them. May they receive the atonement you have made for them. For with you, Lord, there is mercy and redemption. Come and save your people, O God. Amen. Take a moment to reflect and invite the Holy Spirit to speak to you.